I don't understand why American taxpayers, and people in other nations, keep funding Israel. It is a racist country that is not accepting of any humans other than the Jewish inhabitants, to hell with anyone else, especially the Palestinians and Christians. I have believed this for the past 10 or 12 years at least, but when you criticize the Jews or Israel, you are immediately silenced. If you don't think that's true, try creating a video on the subject and posting it to any social media platform and see how fast that video is banned. The far-right groups of Europe look to Israel for inspiration which proves that Israel is simply a racist ethnostate that the Jews want only for themselves because of religion. Sam Hamad wrote for TRT World in December 2018, later this month, Matteo Salvini, the far-right leader of the fascist Lega party and current interior minister of Italy, will travel to Israel to meet Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Before winning power, Salvini had previously traveled to Israel, where he gushed, Israel embodies the perfect balance of different realities while ensuring law and order. It surely is a role model for security and anti-terrorism policies. Conjuring chilling memories of Italy's fascist past, Salvini called for a register of Italy's Roma population, while he has demanded the cleansing of all non-Italian Roma and has increased demolitions of illegal houses used by Roma. Mirroring Nazi racial laws, he has even called for ethnic shops to be restricted. So how do neo-fascists like Salvini come to be the premier defenders and allies of the Jewish state? It's precisely because it is a Jewish state. Israelis are of course perfectly entitled to self-determination, including the self-definition of their state. But the fact is that Israel has, over the past few decades but with much greater urgency and radicalization in recent years become an ethnocracy defined as much by its Jewish character as its hostility to non-Jews. European fascists like Salvini see in Israel the perfect paradigm of directly racist states. And while all states are racial states, in that they embody, in some form, ethnic majoritarianism, Israel's policies are often brazenly crafted by a form of ethnic chauvinism unseen since the colonial period. Several years ago, it was discovered that Israeli health officials had been administering Depo-Provera to Ethiopian Jewish women without their consent, though the government had denied the allegations previously. Investigative journalist Gal Gabay became suspicious of the birth rates of these women, which had fallen drastically so she interviewed 30-plus women in order to learn why. One of the Ethiopian women who was interviewed is quoted as saying, They, medical staff, told us they are inoculations. We took it every three months. We said we didn't want to. It is alleged that some of the women were forced or coerced to take the drug while in transit camps in Ethiopia. Nearly 100,000 Ethiopian Jews have moved to Israel under the law of return since the 1980s, but their Jewishness has been questioned by some rabbis. Last year, the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, who also holds the health portfolio, warned that illegal immigrants from Africa threaten our existence as a Jewish and democratic state. Dash Alistair Dauber, independent, Israel gave birth control to Ethiopian Jews without their consent. I was acquainted with a black Hispanic man who was a member of the B'nai B'rith community. He had gone to Israel on a pilgrimage sometime between 1998 to 2001, I can't remember the exact year now because it was quite some time ago that I knew him but I do recall how racist he described the Israeli people as being. I'm not saying all of them are, but they definitely do not want non-Jews in that country. I know that Jennifer Teek, a mixed black German woman whose grandfather was the infamous Amon Goth, lived and studied there and even considered becoming an Israeli citizen at one point. She loved the country and its people and maybe the reason that the people she met treated her so warmly, despite her being German, 
is because they knew, or hoped, she wouldn't be there permanently. I'm not sure why the black Benet Brither had such a negative experience but I don't doubt that he did. Human Rights Watch has decried that Israel is guilty of apartheid and persecution towards the Palestinians, an accusation that was vehemently denied by the Prime Minister, of course. In a sweeping, 213-page report, the New York-based Human Rights Watch joins a growing number of commentators and rights groups who view the conflict not primarily as a land dispute but as a single regime in which Palestinians, who make up roughly half the population of Israel, the West Bank and Gaza, are systematically denied basic rights granted to Jews. Israel adamantly rejects that characterization, saying its Arab minority enjoys full civil rights. It views Gaza, from which it withdrew soldiers and settlers in 2005, as a hostile entity ruled by the Islamic militant group Hamas, and it considers the West Bank to be disputed territory subject to peace negotiations, which collapsed more than a decade ago. Human Rights Watch focused its report on the definitions of apartheid and persecution used by the International Criminal Court, which launched a probe into possible Israeli war crimes last month. Israel rejects the court as biased. Citing public statements by Israeli leaders and official policies, HRW argued that Israel has demonstrated an intent to maintain the domination of Jewish Israelis over Palestinians in Israel, the West Bank and Gaza, coupled with systematic oppression and inhumane acts. When these three elements occur together, they amount to the crime of apartheid, it said. The report cites a range of policies it says are aimed at ensuring a Jewish majority in Israel and lands it intends to keep, while largely confining Palestinians to scattered enclaves under overarching Israeli control, with policies that encourage Palestinians to leave. Joseph Krauss, AP, Global Rights Group accuses Israel of apartheid, persecution. Nimer Sultani wrote an opinion piece for The Guardian that was just published this morning, Peaceful coexistence in Israel hasn't been shattered, it's always been a myth. What Mr. Sultani went through as a Palestinian in a land that his people have a right to reside on and prosper in is heartbreaking, like the vast majority of Palestinians inside Israel, I grew up in a separate Arab community and was educated in a separate Arab school system, from kindergarten to high school. As a law student, I was not able to rent a flat in the city of Rishon Zion because of my background, and needed the help of a Jewish family friend, who signed the lease instead of me, to deceive those who are prejudiced. As a young lawyer, I needed medical treatment after I was assaulted in October 2001 by several baton-wielding police officers, residents of my hometown were protesting against the confiscation of land, including that which belonged to my family. Every time I traveled abroad to study, I was racially profiled at the airport. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? I dare say that what the Palestinians have gone through and continue to suffer at the hands of the bigoted Jewish majority is similar to what American blacks endured and continue to at the hands of white racists in the U.S. and the blacks of South Africa had to go through from prejudiced whites in their own land. We boycotted South Africa and we battled against Jim Crow here in the States. What the hell makes the Israelis so damn special that people are cowed and afraid to speak out against the atrocities that they commit in the name of religion?